Hello, guys. Welcome to Speaking English Podcast. I'm your host, Bella, and I'm here to help you to improve your English listening and gain new perspective of the world. Every episode, I share with you motivating stories and fascinating facts about our planet, different countries, and cultures. We talk about human brain, emotions, happiness, love, and friendship. This is not just a language podcast. It is a podcast about life, beautiful itself. Welcome back, friends. I hope you are doing well. How is your summer going? Were you able to go on vacation, for example? And what is the weather like in your city? I find myself speaking more about the weather lately. And part of it is the increasing temperature that my mobile weather app shows me every day. I live in a very hot climate and sometimes it's nice, especially during winter time. We have no snow, no freezing cold. Once in a while it rains, but overall I should say it's a perfect weather from October till May. Uh, almost perfect. Until July comes. And August makes me want to disappear. It's so hot that I lose my mind, literally. My brain just shuts off and gives no sign of existence. It's like my brain says... That's it. I'm done. See you in September. Yeah, I'm trying to joke around about it, but seriously, guys, it's really hard on me. Hopefully, I survive once again. And how about you guys? How do you do? How do you deal with extreme types of weather? Okay, well, I think we did a good job with this introduction. And British people would be happy about it. Us being polite and tactful. Starting our conversation by discussing the weather. It is well known that British people just love speaking about the weather. And I think they are right, actually. Weather is the safest opener of every conversation. It's a perfect starter for strangers. And... I think it's an easiest way to not look weird when you actually have nothing to say. You can always speak about the weather. Today we talk about stress. And I can hear you saying, Oh no, Bella, please. Just not about stress. I have it enough in my life. Why don't we just talk about something more pleasant? And you're right, guys. You are absolutely right. Why would I want to speak about things that are not positive, not inspiring? But I want. I want to talk about stress because the truth is that not every stress is bad. I want to talk about stress because 
It's a part of our life and we face it every day, day by day, month by month. I want to talk about stress because unfortunately we are not taught to deal with it. Nobody helped us when we were kids to learn how to overcome this sad part of our reality. I see this paradox. We go to school at age of seven and we start studying math, then biology, then physics. Teachers spend years trying hard to instill heavy knowledge in young brains. Yet we finish school not knowing or knowing nothing about essential life principles. Those 10-11 years you spend in school probably didn't develop in you the most important skill, the ability to cope with stress and control it. So for that reason, I believe there will be some benefits if we take time to discuss the thing called stress. Okay, so what is stress? Stress is your body's response to a demanding situation. Most adults report being under increasing levels of stress, says the well-known Mayo Clinic. Modern life is filled with change and uncertainty. Consider just some of the changes and uncertainties that contribute to stress. It's a divorce, the death of a loved one, severe illness, serious accidents, crime, a hectic pace of life, natural disasters, pressure at school or work, and worries about employment and financial security. So when you facing one of the stressful situations, your brain causes hormones to flood your system. This increase your heart rate, regulate your blood pressure, expand or constrict the capacity of your lungs and tense your muscles. Before you are fully aware of what is happening, your body is primed for action. When a stressful episode is over, your body comes off high alert and returns to normal. Therefore, stress is a natural response that enables you to deal with challenging or dangerous situations. The stress response begins in your brain. Beneficial stress enables you to act or react quickly. A certain amount of stress can also help you to reach your goals or to perform better, perhaps during an exam, a job interview or a sporting event. Stress activates an amazing system in your body, your emergency response system. So again, what happens is hormones are released to increase your breathing, heart rate and blood pressure. In addition, 
reserves of blood cells and glucose flood into your bloodstream. This cascade of reactions prepares you to deal with the stressor, the stimulus causing the stress. After the stressor has passed, your body may return to normal. So, you see, stress in itself is not necessarily harmful. The American Psychological Association has noted, stress is to the human condition what tension is to the violin string. Too little and the music is dull and raspy. Too much and the music is shrill or the string snaps. Stress can be the kiss of death or the spice of life. The issue really is how to manage it. Problems start when a stressor remains. Prolonged, extreme or chronic stress can harm you. When your body is repeatedly or constantly on high alert, you may begin to suffer physically, emotionally and mentally. It can leave you chronically anxious or tense, just like a motor that stays turned up. Your behavior, including the way you treat others, may change. Chronic stress can also lead to substance abuse and other unhealthy means of coping, such as alcohol or drugs. It may even spiral into depression, burnout or thoughts of suicide. So learning how to deal with stress is important to both your physical and your mental well-being. To deal effectively with stress, we need to think about our physical health, the way we interact with others, our goals and priorities in life, something that is truly important for us. So today, we will review some practical principles that will help us to deal better with stress and perhaps even reduce it. First of all, Try to live one day at a time. Daily anxieties are a part of our life, that's true. But do not increase today's anxieties by adding tomorrow's to them. Try to live one day at a time. Stress can cause anxiety, so let's try this first. Recognize that some stress is inevitable. Fretting over things you cannot prevent increases your stress. Second, understand that quite often things do not turn out the way we may fear they will. Tip number two, set reasonable standards. I think I like this the most. What it means is, do not be a perfectionist. Remember, we've talked about it. So avoid setting unrealistically high standards for yourself or others. Be modest, set reasonable standards, and know your limitations 
and limitations of others. When you do this, you will reduce stress all around and even encourage greater success. And of course, keep a sense of humor. When you laugh, even when something goes wrong, you relieve tension and brighten your mood. Tip number three, know what stresses you. Negative emotions can cloud clear thinking, so try to stay calm. Identify what stresses you and note your response. For example, when you feel stressed, note your thoughts, feelings and behavior. You can even make a record of them. By becoming more aware of your response to stress, you may be able to deal with it more effectively. Also think of ways to eliminate stressful things from your life. If that is unrealistic, look for ways to reduce their impact, perhaps by managing your tasks or time more efficiently. Try to see things in a different light. What stresses you may not stress someone else. Don't be quick to assume bad motives. For example, a person may cut ahead of you in a line. You can just think that he's rude and then you may become upset. But instead, why not assume that his motive was good? Maybe he's in a big rush and you may be right. See the positive side of a situation. A long wait at a doctor's office or in an airport is easier to bear if you use the time to do some reading or to catch up on work or email. And keep the big picture in mind. Ask yourself, will this problem be a big issue tomorrow or next week? Try to distinguish between minor or short-term issues and more serious ones. Tip number four. Try to be orderly. It means to maintain order in our life. We like a reasonable amount of order in life. One thing that can contribute to disorder and stress is procrastination. And this may lead to a growing list of unfinished tasks. What can help? Make a practical schedule and stick to it. Identify and correct any attitudes that cause you to procrastinate. Tip number five, pursue a balanced lifestyle. Yeah, I think I do like this too. A very good one. What it means is workaholics can deprive themselves of the benefits of their hard work. They may have no time or energy left to enjoy what they worked for. So let's have a realistic view of work and money. More money doesn't mean more happiness or less stress. In fact, the opposite can be true. 
So try to live within your means. Make time to relax. You relieve stress when you do things you enjoy. And sometimes passive recreation such as watching TV may not help. Keep technology in its place. Avoid constantly checking emails, text or social media sites. Unless you really have to, don't check work-related email outside of working hours. Tip number six, take care of your health. I think you guys know very well that health is very important. So regular exercise promotes better health and to develop helpful habits, we need regular physical activities because it lifts your mood and improves your body's response to stress. And we have talked about eating nutritious food and try to avoid skipping meals. Plus, we have to make sure we get enough rest. Avoid harmful solutions to stress such as smoking or drug and alcohol abuse. That doesn't help, guys. In the long run, these, I mean the drugs and alcohol, they even heighten stress and eventually they can rob you of your health and you can develop some diseases. See your doctor if your stress becomes overwhelming. Sometimes we do need a doctor's help. Get professional help and make sure to take care of your health. Last thing that I wanted to talk with you guys is how to set priorities. Make sure of the more important things. It means that we have to carefully consider our priorities. And it is very helpful for me, so I thought I can share with you guys. What helps me is when I list my tasks in order of importance. This helps me to focus on the more important jobs and it will reveal which ones I can put off, delegate or even eliminate. For a week, I keep track of how I use my time. Sometimes I look for ways to make better use of my time. I understand then the more I'm in control, the less pressured I will feel. And I really like schedule some downtown because even short breaks can reduce my stress and refresh me. And let's not forget about our friends, our support system, because we are all imperfect and there is lots of stress happening around us every day. We do need to talk with our friends. Talk things over with an understanding person. It will help you 
to see things differently and even to see a solution. So I'm sure you guys have friends around you that helped you during hard time. And it brings us to the end of this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I would love to hear your feedback, guys. I'm sure you too have a story to share. Please feel free to email me to learnwithbella at gmail.com. Thanks for being here with me today. It has been a pleasure. I'm your host, Bella. Take a good care, speak English, and make sure to come back. Bye.